This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, Self-Care and Chill with Maui. I missed y'all. I'm definitely trying to be more consistent with dropping my episodes so that y'all can stop cursing me out. But make sure if you follow the Self-Care and Chill page that you send topics or questions or advice, whatever it is, send it to the Instagram page so that we could answer the questions on a podcast, because I know sometimes I don't answer emails or you guys send a lot of DMs to my regular Instagram. I want to make sure that I'm always asking questions and doing the topics that you guys love. So a little recap of what's been going on in me with me. <laughs> a little recap of what has been going on with me in my life is as I... <laughs> Azai is still doing good in school. They did virtual school the last day before his break, though. I'm not sure if they're going to go back into the classroom, which I really don't mind because I will save gas by him being virtual. Um, The dog is getting on my nerves, but I got the dog a couch because I've been wanting the dog to stop sitting on my couch. And the dog has been sitting on his couch. So it's like you still get on my nerves. But I can appreciate and respect the fact that you're laying on your own shit these days. So I really ain't been really beefing with him like that. Although he still be barking early in the morning, getting on my nerves, all that other stuff. The fact that he has stopped got, getting on my couch really has made a big difference. Um, Really, really big. I know as you guys know, if you follow me on Instagram, if you follow my personal Instagram, then you guys know that yesterday I posted a picture And I am having a baby and I'm so excited. And a lot of you guys were freaking cracking up because I'm always doing a weekly update of what's been going on in my life. And nowhere in this have I ever said I'm pregnant or I'm having a baby. I've just been minding my business, child. Um, I know y'all love me and a lot of y'all have been following me for a long time, so This podcast episode is basically going to recap and fill you in with all the shit that I have not been saying on the recaps and just keeping my life private. And I did want to put this in my caption yesterday, but I felt like people didn't deserve that from me because, you know, on Instagram, a bunch of random ass people follow you with the people who listen to the podcast every day, these are the people who really love me and really care about me. Y'all tune in every week. If it's, if it's going to be anybody that I'm going to share some shit with, it's going to be y'all. Y'all, y'all rock with me every week over freaking 10,000 listens every single week. If I'm going to share anything with anybody and be vulnerable and transparent, it's going to be the people that I know really love me genuinely, not some random ass people that might've seen me on the Explore page. And I know y'all follow me on there too. And y'all love me, but you know, it's still haters. And you know, I'm always constantly protecting myself from the evil eye. So here we are. So um, my baby is due in March and hopefully my baby will be a little overdue so they they can be an Aries. 
like they mama. And that's really all I care about because they come out too early. They're going to be a Pisces. Pisces, I love y'all, but y'all be in y'all feelings. Y'all are super emotional. My son is already on the first day of Scorpio. So he got Scorpio and Libra in his blood. And the boy is going to tell you how he feel. And I just, listen, everybody in this house can't just be emotional. So, but I love my son and he's so perfect. This year, during the poetry tour, when we started the poetry tour, let's just rewind this shit all the way back to, like, Maui. Like, girl, what the fuck you mean you pregnant? So, a lot of y'all know that I'm in a relationship with my man I love so much and I care about my baby. But a lot of you guys also know that he doesn't have no children. Um, So... And we both are at really, really good places in our life. I feel like you can make decisions that you want to make when you just at a good place in your life and you really could just do what you want. So um, when we decided that somewhere in our relationship, I don't know, we wanted to have a baby. And the first time we tried, I'm like, okay. It took a lot of convincing for me because for a long time I've been saying I don't want no more kids, but I've been I know how much power it is in a tongue and I didn't want to keep saying it and then I just never changed my mind. I also felt like it would be pretty selfish for to be with somebody, although they knew when they met me that they did I didn't want to have no kids. And that's why when it comes to women too, women who don't have children and they're with men who don't want who don't want any <clears throat> I, I always don't want women because our biological clock's ticking. I never want women to be wasting any time being with somebody who doesn't want more children and you don't have none, knowing that that's something that you eventually want. And then you look back and realize how much time you wasted and you don't have a kid. Um, and that's something that you want and you want a family or whatever. So I definitely felt like, oh my gosh, like you knew when you met me, that I didn't want no more kids. Like, you knew it was just me and my son. I like you like this. Like, we live we live a great life together, and you still proceeded to be with me, okay? But, I mean, I, I can't blame him. I'm quite funny. I'm beautiful. I'm smart. Like, I get, I understand. I understand. But after a while, like, even though that's something that I said, when you love somebody and you care about somebody, like I said in my caption on Instagram, you loving somebody will make you change what you thought you were certain about. They will make you just imagine stuff for your life that you didn't imagine before. You never considered or you never thought about. And I feel like that is what happened. The more I cared about you and loved you and stuff like that, the more I seen how much you are patient with my, my son. And girl, I changed my mind. And that's what happened. He'd be doing homework with my son, reading him stories, doing spelling tests together. My son loved him. And it's like... All right, I think I got something for you. So, um, the first time I got pregnant last year, and and it's so crazy. That's why I tell people, when you ask women, when are they having a baby, or when you getting pregnant, or when y'all want to, you don't know. Like, you literally don't know if a person is trying and they can't. So, sometimes... I know that our we're coming from a place of like we love somebody and we just want this for them and we don't be knowing where they at in their life or what they got going on and we got to mind our goddamn business sometimes, okay? It would be so hard knowing that people say that to me all the time and people say that to him, when are you and Molly going to have a baby? And it's like, 
I'm trying here. The fuck? Like, so last year, it was so wonderful for me to, like, give him a pregnancy test and for him to be so happy, like, super excited, couldn't stop smiling, couldn't stop talking about it. And then I think, like, after, like, um, seven weeks or eight weeks, I lost the baby. And it was really, really... um, Really emotionally draining and hard because I just watched him be so um, excited and happy. And then, and me being excited and happy too. And then it don't work out the way you thought it was going to work out. And it, it's kind of like disappointing in the um, sense. So maybe like a couple months later, down in the line somewhere, like maybe like a few months later, I want to say like maybe three later, three three months later, I, I got pregnant again. So it's another time of being super excited. Yes, we're going to have a baby. We super chill about it. We keeping it low key. We're not telling nobody really. We told like a couple people. And then like maybe like seven, around seven weeks, I had a miscarriage again. So very disappointing, very emotionally draining again very sad and this is still me dealing this is listen it was never a time maybe I would take a break from Instagram like for a day but it was never a time that I didn't show up for other people it's so important for you to take the time that you need for yourself um I realize with me though sometimes when I'm going through stuff or sometimes when I'm feeling sad or I got a lot of shit going on in my own personal life it makes me want to show up for y'all even more because it just really me me talking to y'all, me giving y'all advice, me just being a good person and me doing what I love to do, it just makes me feel like I'm doing what God wants me to do. So even when I'm going through shit, I feel like this always makes me better because I'm living in my purpose. So I know I could be sad. I have I have the right to feel the way I feel. I have the right to be sad, to cry, to want to lay in bed, to not want to talk to nobody, to take the time that I need for myself. But I would much rather be on Instagram live talking to y'all, asking questions, y'all getting on my nerves and me laughing than me sitting around in my feelings and making myself sad. So after that, um, eventually, like I had told him, like, this is so much, so much of an emotional burden that if it happens again, like, I don't want to be with you. Um, so that was a conversation that we had and he was just looking like what, but I just didn't want to keep, I didn't want to keep doing this over and over. I didn't want to keep putting my body through that. I didn't want to keep having my hormones fluctuate. I didn't want to keep experiencing it. Um, I didn't want to keep crying. I didn't want to keep getting excited and stuff like that. I didn't want to do, I didn't want to do that no more. And I also didn't want to be telling your ass just for you to be happy and for that happiness to be taken away from you. So this year, when we did the poetry tour, which I was so excited about because we finally got to do some shows and we didn't do no shows in so long. And we got to do 20 cities. And, I, you know, I was super excited this year because I got to take my son on tour with me. So my son was booked and busy with his mom all summer, catching flights in Miami, Houston, or New Orleans, um, went to Disney World, went all these different places. And... Kira, who was actually the first person I know, make sure y'all follow Kira on Instagram, all things Kira J. Um, she's the first person that I told because I think we were in Houston or somewhere, but 
Mike and all them, they kept wanting to turn up every night. Like after the shows, they was going out and drinking and going to strip clubs and stuff. And you know, I love me a good turn up. I'm never really turning down a strawberry Hennessy or a freaking um, lemon drop. But for whatever reason, after every show, I would go right back to the hotel room with my son that would be there with um, Kira's mom. And I would just be so tired. Like I was just every day of the hour. It's just I needed a nap. Mike will be talking to me about what we need to do for the show. And I'm just falling asleep in mid conversation. Like I don't have time for this shit, Mike. I'm going to sleep. Um, everything was really just about me going to sleep. I, <laughs> I was freaking narcoleptic, y'all. One day Kira was like, Maui, maybe you should take a pregnancy test. Like all you want to do is go to sleep. I'm like, girl, I'm not pregnant. I would feel like I was pregnant. Like I would feel it. Okay. So I think that we had got a break. Maybe we were leaving that weekend. I'm like, you know what, Kira, when I get home this weekend, I'm going to take a pregnancy test. Okay. So, and they, and they basing this off because my ass keep going to sleep, but girl, y'all getting my nerves and y'all got my ass tired. That's why I keep falling asleep. And Mike, you talk too goddamn much. So maybe that's why my ass keep falling asleep mid conversation, but tomato, tomato, I take the goddamn test. So I walked, so I got home. I got me a pregnancy test or whatever. I took me a pregnancy test, the pregnancy t- and I recorded it this time too. For whatever reason, I recorded it, me taking a p- pregnancy test, recording the results on some real vlogging shit. Because at this point it's like, if this ain't the time, then freaking listen. Okay. So I recorded I recorded it in freaking, I don't think my boyfriend was home yet, but he eventually came home from um, the gym and I had told him, girl, I don't know why I can't fucking keep a secret from my man. Don't tell me a secret and then be like, don't tell nobody because my man don't count, child. I'm sorry. But I don't know why I couldn't just be one of them people that like wait until after the first trimester to tell the man or something like that. But girl, I'll be telling my man as soon as I find out. Anyways, I kept falling asleep like really bad. My orders was just piling up like shipping was slow. It was so hard for me to get out of the the funk of not being able to stay awake. But I had told him that I was pregnant. And again, for the third time, <laughs> he was so happy. He was smiling. He was excited. He had gave me a hug or whatever. And I told him that this is, I said, this is going to be the time. Like every, this is going to be the time that everything works out the way God had wanted, wanted it to. Um, and we will always joke too. We, and this is another thing. We will always joke about me having a baby and him playing basketball. I'll be like, boy, nobody worried about you. You could go play basketball as long as I get my baby and stuff like that. Like we will be joking around girl. It's so much power in the tongue. That's why I'm, I tell you, be mindful and be intentional about the things that you say out your mouth. He would, we would be joking all the time. He'd be like, girl, I'd be like, you know what? If I do get pregnant, this how with my baby shower. He'd be like, I ain't going to be there. I'm going to be playing basketball somewhere. Mind you, just joking around because he didn't plan on going to play basketball again. So it was just a jokey joke. But I had told him this is the time. And no matter what happened, I'm going to operate right from a place of um, abundance and gratitude. Okay. Because I know that God is not placing nothing on me that I can't handle even though it's a lot. Um, but I just want to be happy. Instead of me being worried and scared, like last time, I'm just going to be happy. So 
that's what I decided to do. I decided that no matter what happens, I was just going to be happy and I was going to be excited. So I think the next week I had went to Charlotte and did a Charlotte show. And I was, I stayed at my cousin's house who lives in Charlotte. And I told my cousin, I told my sister and my cousin, I had told my cousin that like, no matter what happens, I was telling everybody that knew me, knew my situation of having a miscarriage that I, this is the time that is all going to work out. And no matter what happens, I'm operating from a place of gratitude and abundance. What's for me wants me also. Okay. The things that I want also wants me back. So I start ordering, I start ordering me baby clothes, boy clothes, girl clothes. I don't know, but I know that this is going to be the time that I have a baby. So I don't give a hell if I'm freaking seven weeks, I'm buying my baby, baby clothes or whatever. So, um, (laughs) Uh, I just started buying like little bottles and stuff like that. And just mind you, I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying every moment of it and not operating from a place of fear and worry. Okay. Because there's nothing for me to be afraid of. So I would be asking my boyfriend, like, do you want a boy or a girl? Like he was at a place where y'all, he didn't care no more. At this point he was like, make it, make it past 12 weeks we are. So you can't even ask this man, do you want a boy or a girl? Because he didn't really care. He just wanted me to be able to make it past my first trimester. So once I got to nine weeks, I would be like, I'm nine weeks today. I never made it this far. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm nine weeks and four days today. I never made it this far. I'm 10 weeks. Like I literally was counting down to, I know things happen after the first trimester, but I literally was counting down until I got to the 12 weeks, y'all. I was so excited. I was so happy. Then I start asking him, all right, you want a boy or you want a girl? Stop playing with me, okay? Because I made it out of 12 weeks. I'm operating from a place of gratitude and abundance. And I know that everything that I want wants me back, okay? So I'm still on tour, though. So my ass had to leave. I don't know where I had to go, but I know I had to go somewhere because we were still doing shows. Um, the shows wasn't hard for me to do. I never had no symptoms or anything really, except for like motion sickness. It was hard for me to fly on the planes. Um, and being in a car made me feel a little car sick. Um, in the beginning, this is all like in the beginning for like maybe three weeks. And like, I just became a really, really picky eater in the first trimester. Like certain, like I didn't want to eat a shrimp. I didn't want to smell seafood really. I only threw up once though, but. I just became like really, really picky. Whereas though, like, ew, I could look at it and just tell that my baby don't want to eat that. Um, unless it was Chick-fil-A macaroni and cheese. That was one thing that I could eat some Chick-fil-A macaroni and cheese. That was what she, that was what um I wanted. So later on, when the shows finally ended and I got a chance to, I don't know when the shows ended, maybe August. I don't freaking know. Um, maybe the shows ended in August, right around school starting. Maybe yeah, maybe the shows ended around my son going back to school. So I was really excited because now I get to be home, be pregnant, be around my man, him going to appointments with me every week. Every week I'm counting down, like excited, like this. I'm 18 weeks. I'm 19 weeks. I'm 20 weeks. The baby is the size of a mango. The baby is the size of a freaking ball of cabbage or whatever. Um, And it felt so different from me being pregnant with my son. Not that I had the worst pregnancy in the world, but 
my son's dad will always be at work too. So I never had somebody to be at appointments with me and be happy and excited with me because he would be at work. And we was just not in a good place in our relationship. So to be with somebody that's just so happy, that makes me feel so loved every day, that wants to go to sleep rubbing my stomach, that wants to go and go get me pumpkin pie because that's what I like to eat all the time now and watch shows with me. It just made me feel like... You ever see that quote and it says like you are you are living in the midst of the things that you once prayed for? It literally just made me feel like that. Like every day with being with my family and being with somebody that I love and just being in my own little world, it just made me feel so happy and so grateful. And I feel like that was the part outside of like, even though though like I had made it through the first trimester and like got through the second, like, um, about to start my, um, third, it never was making me feel like... Let me go on Instagram and tell everybody about this. A part of me wanted y'all to, I wanted to go like on a pregnancy journey and stuff like that, but I was just loving it so much in real life. And that's why it's so much beauty in privacy, but it's so much beauty in transparency because you don't know who needs to hear your story. But sometimes stuff feels so good in real life and it means so much to you in those moments that you're not thinking of sharing it with other people that's not really crossing your mind um so every day of me waking up with him holding my stomach and rubbing my stomach and kissing my stomach or facetiming me saying let me talk to the baby for me to put the phone on my stomach and his eye rubbing my stomach too and everybody just (laughs) basically treating me like a queen (laughs) it just made me feel so grateful and a constant reminder that I need to continue to operate from a place of abundance. So, um, everything has been going great. No symptoms or anything like that. Still doing y'all orders, still having sales, still dropping podcasts, still doing everything I need to do, still taking my son to school every morning, walking dogs and stuff like that. And then somewhere in the midst of that, he got a call from his agent to go play basketball. Okay. Now, um, the plan, that that wasn't the plan. We wasn't thinking about him leaving to go play basketball. That's not something that was really crossing our minds. We knew we, he could, but it wasn't something we was really thinking about. Because like you guys know, my boyfriend was out from an injury last year. So we wasn't really thinking about him playing. He was basically recovering. Even though he was done recovering, recovery, he was still getting back into the swing of things. And he got the call and he called me and said, I got a call from my agent to go play basketball overseas again. What do you think? And I was like, what? Like, I think I'm in a mall or somewhere. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't got time. Like, I don't have time for this shit right now. Like, stop playing. Like, I think I said, like, are you serious right now? And I had to stop. And like slow time down and just really like think about what I'm going to say. Because I'm just coming off a poetry tour not too long ago, going around the world doing what I love to do. Okay. And I'm constantly in a place of feeling like I'm living in my purpose and I'm constantly being happy and doing what I love to do. And I had said to him, if you want to go and this is what you want to do, 
then I can't tell you not to do it, then I feel like you should. Because, like, this is what you love to do. I can't tell you not to. And But it's going to hurt my feelings and it's going to make me sad because I'm going to be alone. Um, And although I don't feel like my man would have stayed if I said don't go, <laughs> I feel like he loved playing basketball so much that even if my ass said please don't go, and, like, he still would have went. But... I never wanted I never want to be somebody that tells you not to do something that you love to do or stop you from doing what you want to do because of how I feel about you. I never want a person to be thinking about what they could have would have should have did, but they didn't do it because they was in a relationship where their girl was drawing or anything like that. So he was like, "Okay." He was like, "I'm going to just think about it until tomorrow." So we had talked about it overnight and I was telling him, like, I don't want you to go. Like, I don't want you to leave. But I also know how much this means to you. I know how much you love doing this. I know how this is your purpose. And it's hard for us to feel like we are living in a life that's fulfilled when we doing shit that we don't love to do. I was like, and I know you got your business here, but I could run a business. Like, I could run the marathon sport. It's fine. Like, it'll be a lot of work for me, but I can do it. And then he caught, he accepted the offer and I think they gave him three days, three days. To, I'm like, God damn, well, damn, you can't give a bitch a week to go have some sex all week with a man. But okay, y'all got it. Um, that was fucked up, but okay. Um, girl, I cried all weekend. And all I kept thinking about is how we would joke and say, oh, as long as I got my baby and you could go play basketball. Or joking about a baby shower, me being here by ourselves and thinking about how much power it is in a tongue, but and knowing that the moment that we were in right now is a moment that we manifested and we both are getting what we want out of the deal. Like we both are like we both are happy. Um we both like we both got what we wanted. But I cried all weekend because I don't know what I'll be talking about when I'm telling you to go play basketball, boy. I I be laying with you up under you every single night. What is I'm ta- what am I talking about? I don't know what I'm talking about clearly. Thinking about him leaving me was making me sad. I'm sleeping next to him every night and just crying, can't stop crying. He's just holding me cuz I don't want him to go. And I'm just thinking about how like I'm got I got to take out the trash myself or go get an oil change. I'm thinking about all the things that he do for me that I love so much making me breakfast and I'm not going to have those things and have somebody to watch shows with and hold me. It was so hard for me. Um, and I was still crying the first week when he got there and he would just be like, you could tell my crying was just burning him out, girl. I had to be strong. After the first week I was fine and I don't, I don't cry now and stuff like that. But that definitely made me feel like I couldn't tell y'all because y'all love me so much that I knew that if I told y'all, Hey, he left and went to go play basketball and I'm pregnant. I feel like y'all would be freaking y'all hearts will be going out for me y'all will be so sad y'all will be asking am I okay all the time I know how emotional y'all asses is I'm emotional and y'all asses being y'all feelings way more than me so I knew that y'all was gonna get on my goddamn nerves checking up on me although I appreciate and love y'all girl I don't want to hear about this sad shit I knew if I would have told y'all asses that that I'm pregnant and by myself what Y'all asses would have freaking had a fit. Like, uh uh-uh. My girlfriend was so mad. How he going to leave you and stuff like that? I'm like, I will be fine. Like, I will be okay. Um, 
he's he's able to come home when I'm when my water breaks. Like he's able to come back home um to be with me and the baby. But I feel like all of those things and all of those different transitions was a reason why that was a was the reason why I kept things to myself and and waited until the time that I was comfortable and I felt like it was right to share it. And because it was never no part where it's like it was giving me anxiety thinking about sharing it and stuff like that. Just being like you're sharing so much of your life all the time because what you sharing so much, people just be having their opinions and stuff. And sometimes when you operating from a place of just being positive, you don't want to hear the opinions of what anybody got to say. You don't want to hear no shit like, but it is what it is. Like I said, like you never, it's beauty and privacy and transparency. Sometimes your stories can help people. And that's what it's about. I feel like I didn't, y'all didn't watch me be in relationships getting treated like shit. Like y'all didn't watch me freaking go on self-love journeys Y'all don't watch me get back in a relationship and motherfucker ain't been shit. Y'all don't watch me pick my shit up and go right back on a self-love journey. Don't watch me be celibate. Don't watch me be alone and watch me drown myself in my business. I feel like it would be selfish of me to just only share those lows. Those lows that are relatable. I could share lows. There's so many women that are experiencing lows right now and that's what they need and that's what they hear. They That's, that's what they need to hear. But it's so many other things that are so beautiful that I feel like need to be shared also. And it ain't to walk around like I'm in a relationship that's perfect because he definitely do a whole bunch of shit that get on my motherfucking nerves. And he really be about to get beat up a lot. Okay. A virtual ass whooping because, you know, I can't freaking just catch a flight over there and whoop his ass. But those things that get on my nerves definitely don't even overpower the things that make me happy and things that make me smile and all of the reasons why I care about him and love him. But... I felt like I needed, I wanted to share the highs with y'all just as well as I share the lows and the bad times. Because if you've been following and you've been listening and you've seen how much of a transition and how much things have just turned around over the years, even if you listen to the podcast on YouTube about me being a mom at 20, I'm in a completely different place in my life having a child. And that's also something that makes me excited. Like the other day, me and his eye was going to we were going to what I thought was still a Rite Aid. And I'm like, damn, it used to be a Rite Aid right here. And he was like, really? How you know? I'm like, because it was here for a long time. I'm like, I used to take you to this Rite Aid sometimes when I would pick you up to daycare and get you a Lunchable because we didn't have food in the house. He was like, why we ain't had no food in the house? I was like, because I didn't have money. He's like, why you didn't have money? <laughs> He's so confused. I'm like, because I would spend it all on bills. Like, we didn't really have much. I, I, and I would tell him it would be a lot of times where I didn't have things that I needed for you. We have have to go to Nana house and get it or have go to Nana house and have dinner. And he was just, he was like, why you never told me these things? I'm like, I don't know, but you just don't remember it. I, and I had told him, that's why I always want you to be so appreciative and so grateful because some people don't have these things or some people consider some of the things that you have a luxury. So that's why it's important for you to always be super appreciative and grateful and say, thank you. And be nice and kind and stuff like that. Girl, my son was freaking flabbergasted. He like, why we ain't have no food in the house? Like, um, thank God he don't remember, but yeah, little boy, I was going to write it to go get you a lunchable. But being in a completely different place in my life and knowing that things could be so much smoother, things can be so different. 
my two my two girlfriends, one of my girlfriends that I'm really close with, me and her had our sons around the same time and we was both working at Walmart. Um, both making eight dollars or seven ninety five an hour, somewhere around it. And we're both living with our parents. And we just bonded by working at Walmart and we've been cool ever since. So for like nine years. And now she's a scientist. And now you know I'm an author. And she just say all the time, like, I see why people wait until they at a more comfortable place in their life. She said, this is so different. She was like, although like her son helps her with the baby and stuff like that. And she's in a relationship with somebody who loves her so much. And his parents love her. Like she was like to be in my own place, the spacious, having a man that lives with me that's so helpful, having a son that helps me, being surrounded by so much support, love, still being able to go to school online and work. She was like, I don't really have too many worries and too many things to stress about. And it just makes me like so excited. Like, oh my gosh, like I'm in the same place. And it and when I had his when I had my son, it's like I'm young, I'm on a bus going to college, I'm dropping him off to daycares to go work at UPS overnight. Um, I'm trying to go on job interviews, I'm doing people hair in my grandma's living room, like I'm just trying to make something move and shake, and it was just like so difficult and hard. And it was constantly at that place. It was constantly feeling like um, I just couldn't catch a break or one door was closing and another one was closing and nothing, nothing was opening up for me. Like it was just so hard. It was so difficult. It was so hard for me to see past where I was right now. I wasn't seeing no brighter days or nothing right there. Nothing like that. It was so, so hard for me to see past where I was in that moment. So to be in a completely different place, to be to experience a completely different dynamic. It makes me so grateful and appreciative. It makes me know and feel like that everything is aligned perfectly. Everything is going exactly the way it should be. Um, So if it's anything that I want to say to y'all, it's definitely continuing to operate from a place of abundance and knowing that the things that you want, want you back also. And the things that you aren't meant to have do not want you because you wouldn't have to force it. Um. And constantly remembering that even when it hurt, because sometimes we want some shit some, so bad that we ignore the fact that it may not be for us and we try to force it. It's like taking a puzzle piece that don't go in that spot and just try and squeeze this shit in. It don't look right. It don't go there. It don't fit. It ain't supposed to be there. It's supposed to be somewhere else for you to actually find the right piece. So um, now that I told everybody and I posted my picture and stuff like that. I'm definitely going to, I don't want nobody to think that they're going to be on some type of um pregnancy journey with me. I'm going to be posting pregnancy stuff all goddamn day because that is not what is going on. Okay. I'm going to continue to be, continue to be private and share, share small things with y'all um, and make my close friends and be on my close friends. I had a lot of y'all, my close friends before, but um, not a lot of y'all, but some of y'all who've been following me for years. I may and I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to have a baby shower. Some of y'all were saying, "Well, is we coming to the baby shower?" Yeah, I don't even think I'm going to be able to have one because of COVID. So it would be it was supposed to be next month, but I did. A lot of y'all did ask me, "Can I make a PO box?" And I knew how much y'all loved me, so I literally made the PO box a couple of days before I dropped my picture and made a registry for y'all. So I will post my registry in my bio. Maybe we can have like a a Zoom, a, a baby shower on Zoom or something like that. Because 
yeah, I don't want to risk being around people and stuff like that. And they asses be coughing, sneezing, all types of stuff. So I will post a P.O. box for the registry. I will post a P.O. box in my bio. Also, if it's stuff that y'all want to send me, I know that y'all are always asking me to send y'all stuff from y'all brands and businesses. And I never had a P.O. box. So now it will go right in my bio so that you guys can send me stuff. So I'm so excited. Y'all know that I like eyelashes. I don't wear makeup like that, y'all. So if you got makeup products, I don't really wear makeup. I don't really use people's skincare products because my skin is very, very sensitive. And it's on a nice little schedule. My my baby has cleaned up my, cleared up my face very, very well. Um, So if you go and send me something those th those things like I don't really use that often I don't want y'all to send me something I'm not going to use or y'all could definitely send something for the baby if it's if it's from y'all business or something like that that you want me to post um yeah so that's really the truth of what's been going on with me Isaiah is so happy Isaiah is so excited he tell everybody my mom is having a baby it was so easy for him to keep a secret my little secret holder didn't tell nobody he ain't fold under pressure my sister would be testing him saying, is your mom having a baby? We would be make, I would be saying, go ask him, am I having a baby? Just to see if he going fool. He'd be like, what are you talking about? No. Like, I'm like, okay, Zara. And it, he's in interrogation and he ain't folding under pressure. But I'm glad that I got to talk to y'all today. I know this wasn't the typical podcast, how we typically do it. Um, but I'm glad that y'all tuned in. So I guess the message for today is, and literally y'all, besides me buying a mansion, <laughs> I had took my mansion off my vision board because I needed to be more real realistic, but um, I literally have everything on my vision board, everything that happened and besides me buying a car because it just would have been financially irresponsible um, and I didn't need, we didn't need a car, Um I literally have everything that's on my vision board. Everything that's on my vision board, I did it. And it's a lot of things on there. Um, I had posted a picture of Kelly Rowland and Kim Kardashian. And it said, ready for round two. And I had posted like family and stuff like that. And I posted like have, writing a new book. Uh, moving into a new place. Getting healthy, saving money being more forgiving, having better conversations with people. So many things I put on there. I've done every last thing on the vision board. And sometimes that, is, it, that helps you. And you know, I love creating vision boards when we walk into the new year. So if you've been thinking about getting your life in order a little more and things falling into place, now is the perfect time to start working on your vision board for 2022. Because sometimes it it's better when we can see see what our plans are. When we could look at something and, and see what we want to do or where we want to be. Um, I love, I would love looking at my vision board this year. I would be looking at it all the time. Like, okay, I did that. I did that. Just need to go to the gym a little bit more start getting more healthy, but bringing things to life um, and really, really believing that you are deserving of all the things that you are asking God for. You deserve this. Okay. So that way, when good things happen to you, you don't find reasons to self-sabotage it or you don't find reasons to um, mess it up or talk yourself out of it. Constantly reminding yourself that you are deserving of everything that you have. Some of y'all have it been raining a lot in y'all life 
And some of y'all deserve sunshine. Some of y'all are preparing for a rainy day to happen again. And some of y'all ain't never going to experience the rain. Some shit. Sometimes it's finally the time for you to enjoy the fruits of your labor and knowing it. Constantly operating from the place of abundance and knowing the things that you want, want you back. And the things that you are not meant to have do not want you. So thank y'all for tuning into the podcast. Thank y'all for listening to me. Outside of my family and my close friends, there's nobody else that I would want to share this with besides y'all because I know how much y'all love me and care about me. Um, I hope everybody have a good self-care Sunday. And hopefully nobody's mood is messed up by how this last episode of Insecure ends because my ass is going to be waiting at the front door for their asses. Bye, y'all.